You're listening to The New Leaf Project, sharing stories from instigators, innovators, planters and starters from across Canada. Hi, my name is Elle. And I'm Jared. And you are listening to The New Leaf Project. Thanks so much for tuning in and hanging out with us. We have got an interesting episode for you today. Yeah, I I sat down around the dinner table at my house and I interviewed my sons. Now, that's going to sound weird because they're not church planters. They're 13 and 11 years old. They could be Uh, future church planters, though. They could be future church planters, that's for sure. But one of the things that's unique about these guys is that they've been a part of a whole lot of church plants in their life. Um, And uh, it today's episode, it we're we're going to be asking a lot more questions than we're actually going to be answering. But what I was curious about is just to see what my son's experience as being part of our our church plants. Right. Um, and so they've had they've they've been part of church plants. Uh, Nathan has never really known life without. Uh, uh, being part of a church plant. And right now we're going to, uh, we're participating in a church plant and we're part of a very large church. And so this is actually one of the first times they've experienced uh, sort of Sunday school and children's programming in a large church. And so it's interesting. I I tried to just kind of explore where their heads were at and see, hearing from them what this means to them and uh, trying to get some advice for for church planters, in terms of how do we share our faith with our kids? Absolutely, I think being at a church plant currently, uh, myself, um, and not being a kid, but being an adult that understands the importance of it, it's um, it's a big deal that we have great stuff happening for our kids. And uh, when you are in a big church, uh, sometimes those things we we might take for granted, um, the programming or the activities that exist uh, but it can be a real challenge in a church plant a good challenge to face but a church uh, you know a challenge nonetheless so we're going to get rolling and we're going to listen to it here it is the conversation with jared and his boys all right nathan you you and i were talking oh first i'm here with my boys Soren and Nathan, how many uh, how many churches do you remember being a part of since we started? Two. You remember two? Which ones? Uh, Una and um, wait, three actually. Okay. Una, Una, Riversdale, Lakeview. Okay. Soren, how many do you remember? You remember six churches. Uh, yeah, I remember Next Church, The Gig, Una, Russell, I think, for only a little bit. Okay. And Riversdale and Lakeview. Okay. Now, we never really went to to uh, Russell. Yeah. But we've been there a couple times to visit. So, um, how would you, how would you compare the, the different churches that we've been a part of? Like what made what made each of them different? Like what are the parts you remember? Just the styles of their communities. Okay, so how do you mean? Like Russell wasn't just a church; they also sold stuff to people in their community. 
Like they and, had like a, it was like a value village kind of thing in their yeah. basement. Yeah. And they were quite all inclusive. Like there was no restrictions, but I don't think there was any restrictions in any other ones. Then there's well, next. So, but it is interesting because sometimes the churches we go to have different people in them, right? Like no multicultural. Right. Right. And also maybe no poor people mm-hmm. or it's not ever exclusively that, but you get more or less. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you remember about some of the churches we went to, Nathan? I remember the gig having, um, a, the playroom was more of like a kind of storage room. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That they used in the auditorium. And how old were you, were you when you were in the gig? Do you remember? Um, three. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Probably even younger, I would think. And so what, what were your experiences like there? Like what, what did you, uh, what, what happened during church? Like, right. Like I remember quite a few times when the church was like worshiping, all the kids would go in the front and <laughs> dance. Like yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Kids would go up front and dance and then what would happen? And then we would, after that, just head back into the playroom mm-hmm. for Sunday school, I guess. Yeah. I can't remember the back room anymore. But was it like, did you do lessons back there? or? I don't remember. Do? I was still yes. pretty young. It's me too. But I do remember balloon swords. Remember balloon swords? Yeah. And then we were a part of another church plant called Yuna. Yep. And do you remember that any better, Nathan? Uh, no, because I slept a lot. <laughs> you slept a lot? Yeah. I remember he was started out with like only a few people and we would just go to Seth Garst's house and yeah. the kids would go downstairs and then the adults would just talk. Right. And so what would you guys do downstairs? We would just hang out and play video games to entertain ourselves while yeah. you guys were talking, talking. upstairs. Yeah, we had Do no you remember any sorry. conversations Mum or I had about being involved in that church? No. Not really? I just remember being pretty committed to that church. Okay. How, w- when you say committed, like, how did we express our commitment as a family to that church? Well, first of all, by participating in the church. Right. And, like, um, giving your guys' ideas and your experience with the church. Mm-hmm. Just some insight for the pastor and stuff. So we were helping the pastors there. So, I mean, you guys haven't chose uh, to go to a church plant, really, that we've been a part of. That was just something that you guys got taken along uh, with your parents on. Yeah, it's just you don't really understand or you don't want to when you're really young. Yeah. You don't, what don't you want to do? Well, sit down and learn. Right. So all of school. So let me ask you something, because you've been a part of a bunch of church plants. Do you think that church plants uh, often think about kids? Well, what I know now at Lakeview, they're Mm -hmm. really trying to... um, Focus a bigger half on power hour. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so did, let's just back up because let's talk about where we're going to church at least part of the time. We go to a church called Lakeview. So tell me about tell me a bit about Lakeview so people have some understanding of what that place is like. It's a bigger free Methodist church than yeah. a whole lot of people. Like how many people would you guess go there? Well, regularly more than 600. Yeah, that's a, that's probably pretty accurate. Because they have like a big cineplex theater kind of setup. Yeah, yeah. And then what do they do for kids? Well, they have this um, uh, system called Power Hour where mm-hmm. there's this another kind of movie theater-ish room with a big projector, and they focus a lot of time and efforts to make crafts, find cool videos, ways mm-hmm. to remember all the um, books of the Bible. Yeah, do you know all the craft. books of the Bible? No. <laughs> I just work there. You just work there. Explain that. How do you work there? I volunteered to do tech. So lights, Blu-ray, computer, sound, all that stuff. So you volunteer there. So they kind of have like mini units mm-hmm. where you learn a lesson each month. Yeah. And there are tiny little like... um toys that you get to use and they're uh, pretty cool and then they have the scripture so so how old are you nathan 11 okay and soren how old are you 13 okay and you kind of you kind of made a, a gaggy face when when nathan was talking there so what what do you what are you making the gaggy face for well when part? you like it's fun when you're in like younger grades, like, like what probably grades? up until grade four. It's like, yay, this is fun. I'll participate. But okay. once you're in grade five, you're like, I'm too old for this, mm-hmm. but I'm not allowed to go higher because I'm not old enough for that either. Okay. So you're just kind of the middleman. Right. It's the same with like actually being in school. You can't do anything when you're in grade five and it's just, it gets really boring. So you found, you found even, even... The church that's investing a lot of time into the kids. That like, I'm not in there anymore. Later, but, but you were, right? Yeah, you have a and memory it was of it. not early. And so you started when you were how old? I don't know, like nine. Okay. Probably. Started when you were nine? Okay. And and so right away, was it boring or did it get no, boring like I, after I a while? No, I enjoyed it for the f- well, until like grade five and I was just, I can't. So that's why I started volunteering for computers to at least. Oh, okay. Keep Not yourself interested. For myself. Right. Yeah. And so so we go to this big church and they invest like a lot of money in, <laughs> yeah. in like they pay two people to work there. We have a whole wing of the church. We've got yep. a gym. We've got our own sanctuary for the kids. Mm-hmm. And we've got all these Sunday school classrooms. Yep. And they do a Nathan, you say they do a pretty good job. Like they do. They do a really good okay, job. Okay, both of you agree on that. Okay. But it's it's maybe just not not really good for kids who are maybe 10, 9, 10 and up, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, there, there, there's some stuff that you're you're interested in. Big part of that is Airely. She loves kids like okay. she was in youth. So so tell me what what's how can you tell when somebody loves kids? Like how can you tell 
when they like what are, what are they like well they're fun like they actually how, how do you mean they're fun well when you don't really care about kids you don't really try and like entertain them like you don't care if they're bored okay and like i'm saying this as a generalization i know sure. not everyone is like that but it's like they usually just focus they they have more connected relationships with kids and they'll like remember your name and like they'll just they'll know you and not like your group like okay. I was in the guys group and she knew me and every other person okay she like knew your story yeah okay mm-hmm. and uh do you find that how do you how can you tell when a, when an adult is thinking about you or shows interest in you well like Soren said, they pay attention to you a lot. Like, they know some of the stuff you like, and um, they put endless hours into the things they do for kids. So, like, they have, they put time and money into buying a projector, motherboard, um, lighting system. Mm-hmm. And then they put time into all these crafts, uh, decorate the entire room. Yeah. And there's even a separate area with two big kind of towers, a hut room. They have a ping pong table, an air hockey table. Do, and do you, uh, so you, you clearly notice all that stuff. Yeah. So how does it make you feel when, when you notice that stuff in a church? Like you've been to lots and lots of churches with me, right? Yeah. yeah I, I, I like it a lot because it shows that even like, most of them are volunteers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they really care about this. And their best effort to make is all going into making kids happy. Mm-hmm. And they do that. And you can well. feel that. Yeah. So let's contrast that with um, other experiences you've had in church. I, I really like... Um, how Lakeview in their services, um, they have different speakers that rotate. Oh, so, so you've been to services at Lakeview too? Yeah. Okay. So they um, switch out um, speakers every week. So uh, maybe you'll be um, doing. Right. Like I'll, I'll be a preacher one Sunday. And... Yeah. And then Joe another. Uh-huh. So it really changes mood and personality. So. It's always different and more like, um, like you, you'd be maybe bored if one pastor did like one thing every single Sunday, but it's different, different people, different Mm -hmm. personalities, different ways of preaching. Right. So So have any of the church plants we've been a part of done a good, good job with the kids? Do you think? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, which one? Uh, like quite a few like next yeah. was they do a really good job with including everyone and not leaving anyone out how, how did they do that like i recently went there for the sabbatical we went on and mm-hmm. they they would just like they would literally just like say your name and basically if you're new you'll know everyone by the end of the day oh, okay and, so they make sure and it's always fun them. and you just you, you know everyone and it's it's mm. really inclusive and then Lakeview they do a great job not with just like the younger kids but youth has also been really amazing right so you're having a good experience with youth yeah tell me about that um like on Sundays we watch videos sometimes yeah 
And we just started with this thing called not a fan. It's like not being a fan, not just being a fan of God, but a follower. Mm-hmm. Not just taking all the benefits of God. And you guys did Youth Alpha as well. Yeah, Youth Alpha was also really fun. Right. We're waiting for the second season. Second season? Pretty pretty excited about that? Yeah, that might. And you guys have small groups in your youth group, right? Yeah, those are on Fridays. And we usually start with just a 30-minute, like, hang out with everyone and then right he'll preach and then we have like another 10 20 minutes of our small groups talking about what we learned and getting to know each other like there have been some pretty intense things that have happened in our small groups and it's just intense how you don't have to give me details i don't it's just like spread room we talk about like our family members if they're sick or if like you have a friend that's going through something really terrible and you just so there are people you can share yeah. your, your story with. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Does that excite you, Nathan, to know you're, you're going to be part of youth group? Yeah. I'm excited to get to know all the people who have just started with this year and yeah, going on next year in grade seven. Yeah. And just all the um, youth leaders there. Really cool people from what sort says, and I know quite a few of them already. Okay. They're really cool people. So you're looking forward to getting to know the adult volunteers there? Yeah. So um, the Lakeview isn't a church plant. It's a. It's, a, it's like it's a, a hundred years old. Full of church. As a church. So yep. um, have you ever, like, what was what was the children's stuff like at, at, at UNA? Because that was a, that was a church plant we were part of and you both remember yeah it was um, pretty fun they tried to make an activity for everyone so mm-hmm. you, sometimes we do like crosswords or things to really get um, the meaning and um, mm-hmm. uh, books or anything just stuck in their head so it's like who was that one book oh yeah John Okay. I remember I found that word first on the crossword Okay. Yes. So you remember the book of John from a crossword you did? Yeah, so. Okay. Okay. So, I, you know, boys, like this is actually something that a lot of church plants forget about is kids um, and teenagers. They're, they often, they're taken off guard by it because they start with, starts with adults generally who are, who are thinking about having, or aren't even having kids yet. Like when we first started this church plant, Two couples in our church didn't even have kids, but they just had them. So what would be your advice to a church plant? Because they're obviously not going to have all the money and all the staff. But what, what would be your advice to, um, to church plants that want to do a good job of investing in kids and, and looking after them? I think that um, they need to think of fun things and pay attention to maybe like just things people do these days try to pay attention to like things that kids do these days yeah, so like what like, um, video games or a funny new TV show or like right. try to pull things from their lives into like um, an activity so so what you're saying they, is it's not just money it's paying attention yeah so like if they don't understand um, something that is put in the Bible like that you say you could put it into a new form that like 
can help them understand. So, so what you're saying is like use examples from the TV shows you already like. If we want to understand, if we yeah. want to teach you something about what the Bible says, or anything. Right. Yeah. Right. What would be your advice? I think even if like, because I also know that sometimes the adults don't like they just they want to be with the adults and they want to learn what the adults are learning. Mm-hmm. So if you're like really starting off like first maybe even couple of years if you're not growing that much yeah you don't have to make the kids sitting on the services you can it doesn't even have to be really church related like you could just read like like take them out yeah you can take them out and like let them watch tv or something mm-hmm. and i know like a lot of people are also like but no that's not a good idea because then the kids aren't learning anything about the bible yeah but then you could just teach that to them like read them the Bible for their bedtime story or whatever. and So, that. like, your parents may be doing that yeah. instead. Okay. Because I know it's not easy for a church plant in the beginning to find something for the kids to do. Right, because, like, in our current church plant, there's not a lot of us. No. Right? And if you have, like, an older kid, you could probably get them to just hang out with the kids. How many kids are in our church plant right now? Um, like, two babies the and two babies, me and Nathan. You and Nathan. So... I think what, there's a couple things that, that pastors and, and parents who are Christians are really concerned about. One is um, we want to be able to pass our faith on to our kids. So we want to have our kids make an informed decision about who Jesus is and that kind of stuff. And so what role do you think mom and I have played in your lives and what role do you think church has played in your lives? Well, first of all, like in- introducing your kids to a church at a young age is fine. Mm-hmm. But when you get to like the point of around my age, a lot of kids stop being like wanting to go to church. Yeah. But they're still they're still going because their parents have like okay. said you have to go. Okay. And I know like So there's kids in your youth group that like don't want to be there but their parents well, have to go. Not necessarily at my youth group because anyone who goes to my youth group we're really learning stuff and are becoming okay. like a really well knit group. Yeah. But like of course there's kids who just they just don't have a personal connection with God and mm-hmm. Jesus, so they can't really do anything to stop them from going, like to stop from going because their parents are saying so. But it's like you don't just want your kids to have like this relationship where I go to church on Sundays, I do what everyone else does, mm-hmm. I'm done. I don't really want to do this. It's boring, and right. I just don't want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. I think your kids, I think you should make sure that your kids would at least have a personal connection with God before, like, they're however old, like, in their teens, because that's when we really start to think, what's the point of this? I have homework, and I have friends that I want to hang out with on Sundays, but I can't do that because I have church, or something like that, and mm-hmm. it's, that's a problem I found with like quite a few of my friends in school. Actually, they want to go to church, but they can't because they already got all this stuff going on. Lots of activities and yeah. stuff, right? And it's just yeah. So, the you know we're concerned about being able to share our faith with our kids. So, what what advice do you have, Nathan, for folks that want to share their faith with their kids? What do they got to do? Well, I find that they should really focus um, on the positives of God first because okay. like like Soren says not a fan but learning how you have to know the 
dis or bad things. Okay. So like you're learning about the bad things. Or no, just we're learning that you should be. It's okay. You should be a follower of God, not just a fan. Okay. Who like a fan just takes the benefits, but is like I am not going to cheer for your team if you aren't winning right, right so now. So there's a big difference between yeah. say watching a baseball player on TV and actually and playing, playing the game. baseball, right? Yeah. So what were you saying? The positive so, aspects of God. Like, they should learn how. God is an amazing God, and yeah. he does a lot of really good things. So kids like superheroes because they always fight for the right thing, and right. the like they defeat evil and mm-hmm. and take it away. So you want God to look like a superhero okay. kind of. He saves us. He gives us all these great things. Right. So... You want him to, like, um, make it so that he, like, really pops out, like, Mm -hmm. Superman has 500 billion people who like him. Yeah. So, you want, like, oh my gosh, God just made a blind man unblind. Right. So, like, superpowers, he can do anything. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like... So, that's something, that's something that would help. Yeah. Okay. So be like, yeah, and then, yeah. Okay. No, I the the other thing that that uh, I think um, church points apart are are concerned about. They're concerned about passing on faith to their kids, but they also want to pay attention to kids. And I keep hearing from you guys um, how much the adults, the adult volunteers. Uh, have really uh, um, made an impact on you. That's the part you're excited about, Nathan, and that's the part that you're you're really benefiting from. Like you have you have adults in your life that are Christians, and it means a lot to you. And it, mm-hmm. they're volunteers, right? Yeah. Like your relationship with your small group leader is is they're probably much deeper than even your relationship with your youth pastor. Would you say? Yeah, definitely. Okay. But- then again, like we, I still have a pretty good connection with my youth pastor. Right. So we, when we first came to Lakeview, you were a little bit too young for the youth group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, so that the, we didn't have a youth pastor for a long time. No. And so tell me about how the youth group grew uh, when we didn't have a youth pastor. We, so had, we haven't had a youth pastor for a long time. No, we just got one this year, actually. Um, yeah. We had these two really amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike and Terry Lynn, who mm-hmm. they were volunteer like youth pastors. They yeah. they they planned every event. They planned every service. They mm-hmm. did everything. Like of course, with the help of the other youth leaders, but they were really the head people. Yeah, and they did such a great job. They planned boys sleepover like. They did everything that a normal youth group could do, and even maybe more. Hmm. And they they did it for three years, and that was like no pay. There was no benefits from them doing it. How has it benefited you? Um, it's really helped me connect with God on mm-hmm. my own level, and yeah. like see, like make other Christian friends. Because sometimes that's hard to do at school because it's a weird topic, and right. 
quite often there's people who actually are made fun of for religion mm -hmm. at school and it's just yeah yeah and it was it yeah like youth group was taken so well care of by mike and terry lynn and now mm -hmm. with our new youth pastor it's it, it's it's still awesome and yeah so what did it mean to you that adults uh paid attention to you and and uh, how did that help you why does it matter to you you got adults in your life who are christians and pay attention to you well it's really good because um like in my life if i if i needed av advice from an adult but it was kind of like something you didn't want to tell your parents mm -hmm. yet yeah. i don't have any of that by the way just <laughs> throwing that out there All um right, thanks <laughs> It's like you could get really good advice from still from an adult, but mm. someone you can really trust or from just having adults like pay attention and knowing like when you're sad and they can come up and actually talk to you and you oh. wouldn't be like, uh, no, I'd rather not talk about it mm. to you. And you just open up and it's there. It really helps because they're easier to talk to and just be friends with and not mm. like them being your leaders. They're your friends, not your leaders. They're just people who help get mm -hmm. things moving. Yeah. That's great. So, um, uh, any other advice you'd have for church plants around looking after, uh, teens and, and, uh, kids and your thoughts. Kids really like to relate to older people so they yeah. can feel bigger and more mature and yeah. older. So like if, you have a cool game or and uh, the older person who's in like college or university has the same game and you guys can talk about it and okay. share information and things you like you they really want to be more friends instead of just people who are there right right so it's probably important if you have maybe a church plant with a lot of 20 year olds who are uh you know, a part of it that, that those 20 year olds be encouraged to hang out with the kids because the kids really enjoy that. And they look up to them and they want to be like them most often because older people really are role models and kids usually don't mention that. Mm -hmm. But it's like having those people who like the same movies or know how to geek out if you're a geek and right. they're willing to do it with kids. It really matters because kids kind of feel like, their opinions don't matter, but then when an adult agrees with you, it's like, oh, that's actually pretty mm. cool. And yeah. That's cool. So you really got to just pay attention, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Find the things that they like and see if anything's in common. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If um, a church point had, let's say, $1,000 to spend on kids, what do you think would be the number one thing they should be spending that money on? Veggie Tales was my. Right thousand dollar buy was because that's yeah. it's funny for when you're really little even yeah. maybe a little bit still now and yeah um it's okay to admit that well i i, I still love them they were <laughs> my childhood they're funny yeah yeah and yeah. like it's it you just pay attention because they're funny talking vegetables but it's like whatever's new that's like that now you kind of got to spend some stuff on that right but not just that like other Things like most likely like a children's Bible would be helpful because okay. once you work up to the point where you can have at least like one person just reading that to someone mm -hmm. or at least like looking over 
the vicinity yeah. of that little group every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. What else? What else? You guys are techie guys. Like, what would be some simple stuff that the church plant could get? Like, would you recommend they buy a game console? Whoa, that's a bit. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's a fine suggestion. I don't like think that's a that game weird. console. It's but don't just use it for games because you also have like YouTube and Netflix, which okay. you can get on any game console now. Yeah. Like Netflix has instead of buying a bunch of VeggieTales movies, you got it all on Netflix or mm-hmm. like YouTube. Well, we all know that YouTube has like everything. Yeah. You gotta connect, even if you don't know what you're doing. Right, so you don't. You're not saying you want the adults to be pro gamers. You just if anything for that takes that, away hey, from the fun. <laughs> you enjoy it when we when we stink at the game, like playing Little Big Planet with Daryl. Uh-huh. That's fun. So Daryl's the pastor of our of yeah, our, uh, our church. Uh, yeah, at Riversdale. So and so you've gone over to his house. Um, Actually, I think we're going this Thursday. Oh yeah, to play video <laughs> games with him. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. So that's one way our church plant even now without even an investment of money. So. No. Is, uh, they already just have those items. That, right, right. Because chances are, if there's a bunch of 20-year-olds go all going to the same church, there's going to be bound to be one that has a gaming console. Gotcha, gotcha. So you might might not have to spend the money, but you just <laughs> no. have to spend the time. Yep. It really sounds like that's what you're saying to me. $1,000 of time. Is money yeah, $1,000 of time. I really like that. Yeah. 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 That, that, that the investment here with kids is not around. No, it's like we could care less. You could, like, I would even, like, when I was little, I wouldn't care. You just draw with us. Like, that. Mm-hmm. I loved uh, our next door neighbor, Sean, would draw with us and play video games with us, and we loved it. It's like just having those connections built through not just, like, items, but time and focusing on the person and mm-hmm. not the group and right just a, so you want to be acknowledged as a yeah. person all right well you think we're, we did a good job here yeah i think we did how about you good yeah mm-hmm. good all right okay great okay thanks for being on the show guys yep Jared, thank you so much for interviewing your boys. I found it fascinating to hear their perspective and hear where they're coming from. And they were from. a little bit cute, weren't they? Well, they're... Just a little bit cute? Well, they do take after your wife, so they're very cute. <laughs> very cute. No, it's great to hear from kids. It's great to hear their perspective, especially kids that have been involved in church plants for so long. It's, a, it's amazing, and I'm really glad that they felt comfortable to share their experience as well. L for me... What I think is really important here is that church plants need to take this part seriously. Uh, it's their responsibility to do ministry to all, uh, with all of the people that, that join them. And I'm not advocating that we have to start getting into programmatic uh, kind of responses. Uh, but the discipleship of our children is, is, is a really important topic. And, you know, I feel a little bit bad in this episode that, that we don't have a lot of answers. But... Um, for me, I think we have to, in the Canadian context, we have to do a better job of asking questions. And we've done a lot to deconstruct Sunday school 
uh, but we haven't done a lot to reconstruct it. And I think that's going to be really important as we go ahead. So if people want to get involved in the conversation, Elle, how, how would they go about doing that? Best way to connect with us would be through the website, uh, newleafnetwork.ca. Send us an email. I, if you've got some ideas for some ways that your church, uh, your church plant, uh, are, you know, is really wrestling this from a uniquely Canadian perspective, send us an email, info at newleafnetwork.ca. Um, we would love to hear from you because you know what? Resources when it comes to kids stuff, uh, there's a lot of them out there, but mm-hmm. really not a lot that address our unique Canadian context and how we do discipleship with kids. And so it would be wonderful to hear uh, and hear from people that have ideas and different things that they're using because, you know, as a network, we would love to resource each other. If there's something good out there that exists, people are trying some stuff that seems to be working, we would love to hear about it so that we could pass it on to everybody else. So send us an email info at newleafnetwork.ca you can always hit us up on facebook as well if you've got some stuff to share Um, we'd love to have a further conversation about this as well we think it's a it's a bigger issue a challenge that we need to work through um, here in canada and it would be great to have more voices at the table again we didn't you know really uh, provide any answers but you might come away from hearing this episode with more questions and we would love to dialogue with you all right until next time we'll see you later Thanks for listening to the New Leaf Podcast. You can find us on the web at newleafnetwork.ca or head on over to our Facebook page, New Leaf Network. We have events, workshops, and conversations happening all the time. We would love if you could join us as we share the stories of planters and starters all across Canada.